Nine minutes after four, South African time on this beautiful Thursday morning, Yomul Khamis, my beloved, wonderful listeners of uh, Radio Al-Ansar International, our beloved, wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah, Wal Jama'a. Yes, uh, today is the 30th of uh, Jumad al-Ula, 1445, which is also Thursday, the 14th of uh, December, 2023. Remember our WhatsApp number if you do have any questions, 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Three, two. Our beloved, honorable, respected Fadila Tulustad, he's in Durban at the moment. He's currently in Umslanga. So we're going to cross over live now to our beloved, honorable, respected Fadila Tulustad this Thursday morning. Ustad, it's a beautiful, uh, a bit cold this morning here in Johannesburg. Uh, welcome to the QA program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa'alaikum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum on Arafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, Brother Junaid Mota, Brother Dawood Mota, and Brother Riyaz Mota. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillahi ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم all praise due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today in South Africa, it is the 30th of Jumad al-Ula, 1445, and 90% of the countries of the world, and including some parts of South Africa, some people have said it's the first, but nevertheless we agree with the senior ulama that it is the 30th of Jumad al-Ula today. So then they say it is the first of Jumad al-Akhirah in Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Munawwara, Masjid al-Aqsa, and America, Europe, and most parts of the world. Nevertheless, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, we today focus on Surah chapter 33 of Surah to Rum, the Romans, and verse number 54. Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, speaks of our origin. Each one of us. Today people think that they are so powerful, they superpower and so forth and so on. So Almighty Allah highlights everything to us. He is our creator, the exclusive creator of the entire universe. Chapter 33 and verse 54. Almighty Allah created you. You human being, your professors, your doctors, your scientists, all put together cannot create one single fly. How will you be able to create 
who will instill and install, remember the spirit, the soul, the ruh inside that creation. Nobody even knows how death takes place. No scientist professor knows what is the soul, the spirit, that they can explain it and define it. So it shows that human being is totally argies, hopeless, useless. They can't do that. So Almighty Allah created you, O oh human being, the masterpiece of Almighty Allah's creation. I read the verse twice to show you that the word Ba'af, you can read it Ba'afin with the Fatha Zabar on the Dwad, or you can read it with the Dhamma, with the Pesh on the Dwad. So both are totally permissible and both are acceptable according to the laws of Kirat, so that is fine. الله الذي خلقكم من ضعف الله الذي خلقكم من ضعف Almighty Allah created you with weakness. The baby is born. The parents are elated, delighted. But when you look at that baby, if you just pull the finger, crack the finger, everything will just break. So, so weak and so fragile the baby is. ثم جعل من بعد ضعف قوة that word comes thrice in this particular verse. Then after all that weakness, Almighty Allah gives you strength. Now we're 15, 18, 20, 25, 30. We're in the prime of our life. We feel we can just hit anybody, assault anybody, and we can pick up such weights and powerful things we are. Remember this, this are the power of Almighty Allah, Kudrat Kakarishma, the manifestation of the power of Almighty Allah. Don't get deceived by the power. The real powerful one is only Almighty Allah. Me and you, we go through the vicissitudes, ups and downs of life. And thereafter, after your strength, your power, your energy, your stamina, then again weakness comes in. And I feel it already in my life. I'm in that stage. And you see the grayish, grayish hair, the whitish, whitish hair appearing on your head, appearing on your beard. The first person to get the grayish, whitish hair. In Muattai Mamadik is mentioned was Nabi Ibrahim. Khalilullah, Prophet Abraham, peace be upon him. He asked Allah, Azza wa Jalla, what is this? Allah, Jalla wa said, Waqara, honor and dignity. He made dua, he supplicated, he begged Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allahumma zidni waqara. Oh, Almighty Allah, increase me in honor, in dignity. And Almighty Allah elevated him. His name, name, Ismigrami is mentioned 69 times in the Noble Quran. Chapter 14 is dedicated to Prophet Abraham, Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salatu salam. Yahulukhu ma Almighty Allah creates whatever he wants to. So powerful, the elephant. But then, remember, the time comes for dying because no more will it produce teeth. All the elephants around it. 
and then they cry secretly, privately, discreetly, and then it dies a natural death. Yachuluku ma yasha, O human being, me and you, majority of us, 99% of us, we are so proud, we are so arrogant because of the world, because of the travels, and because of sitting in first-class hotels and five-star hotels and sitting in first-class planes, and all these things here happens in our life. So what happens to us? We forget our origin. Your starting, O human being, is that semen and sperm. The ending of yours will be a corpse. Your body will disintegrate and decompose. And in between your starting and ending, you are carrying all that napaki, that najasat, that impurity, which you have to go and urinate and defecate and relieve yourself. So why so much pride, O human being? And he all, Mighty Allah, is all-knowing and is Qadir. He has power over everything at all times, all places, all circumstances. What a wonderful lesson all Mighty Allah Jalla is teaching us that we need to learn the we are but one weak creation of all Mighty Allah Jalla as enshrined in a noble Quran and human being is created weak. We have so many limitations, so many shortcomings and sins we commit and so forth. So therefore, do not let the ignorance, the jealousy, the pride, arrogance overtake us. Always look and search for truth and justice, and then all Mighty Allah Jalla Allah will elevate our rank and status. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let us take you locally, nationally, internationally, and globally around the world for news, views, and interviews. Listen to all these stories, and you will find them in the Haraj newspaper. Remember that the war cabinet and the government of the rogue apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel prevented the chief of Mossad to go and negotiate there in Qatar regarding the hostages and so forth. They said, no, you don't go. So now the families of the hostages are very, very upset and the marches are going on. They want B.B. Netanyahu, the criminal there, the war criminal and butcher of Gaza to resign immediately. So the whole Israeli society is totally fragmented and disunited. The Israeli ambassador to UK said there's no such thing as two states. That's exactly what they mean. They want to steal the whole of Palestine. And that's what he, Bibi Netanyahu, said to the United Nations. That he said, this is the new Middle East. And he showed from one corner to the other corner, only Israel. The name Palestine didn't feature at all. So they are a bunch of crooks, super terrorists and super war criminals. And America is an accomplice in that. And Count UK and France and Germany and all the others who are supporting them Conditionally, but now they are showing their true colors to the whole world who the real terrorists are, who the real crooks are, who the real looters are, and so forth. Occupation is terrorism, remember this. They say that how can Hamas take hostages and so forth. Listen to this story from the Harids. So remember a Tanzanian student from Africa, right? He was taken hostage by one kibbutz. 
and that kibbutz for us to pronounce all these names are very difficult, you must remember. So one kibbutz, Jutlas. And then he was killed in captivity. He was murdered by the Jutlas. Can you believe that? First they took him as a hostage and then they murdered him. I'm not saying this. You go to your harets and see. Now they tell us, yesterday when I was coming in the plane, I read an article in the Citizen of yesterday. They said that Hamas on the verge of dissolution, meaning that we almost are finishing the armor. Is that so? But yesterday, day for yesterday, that they put away 10 Jutla soldiers straight to hell. They dispatched them. And two of them were senior commanders of the Israeli army. So remember that 90%, 80%, what the Israeli politicians and war cabinet and others are telling the world is a pack of lies and deception and propaganda. They are Hasbara. Putin, Moscow says, and they gave the outlines for the condition for peace in the Middle East. This is the conditions we have to follow. India also, like a chameleon, changed its policy on Gaza. Before, you must remember, they were with America and Israel, and now when they had the vote in the United Nations, it said, no, there must be immediate ceasefire. Remember, more than 150 countries voted in favor of immediate ceasefire, and only 10 countries, two, three countries, and income poops, they're not even half million, one million, so you can't even count them. So America, Israel, Czechoslovakia, and that, you know, Austria, and like that. So anyway, you must remember, so India also changed its policy. Russia, the amount of masajid and mosque, today you're asking me, which religion, you must remember, is increasing and spreading the most in the world? Listen to Russia with love, you see. So he, our Imran Khan, whether he's true or not true, Allah alone knows, but I heard this in the media from him, that he said, Imran Khan, those times before he was arrested, so Russia, that he said Putin's wife is a Muslim. Now listen to what the statistics are. In 1991, the mosque and masjid in Russia were only 120, 120. And now there are more than 7,000 masjid and mosques in Russia. So the Muslim population is increasing. Their freedom is being enhanced. And I went to Russia. And when I went to the mosque there to read Salat there, the biggest mosque there in Russia, and in Moscow, more than 200, 250,000 people came for Jumu'ah. Five-story building, wonderful atmosphere there. U.S. is approaching the end of funding for Ukraine. Zelensky, they're telling you, time up, checkmate, brother. Well, bye-bye, goodbye, and lay-by. They're going to let you hang, you comedian, you idiot, you fool. I told you a long time, you must know which horse to follow. So we follow the Putin horse. You must follow the big Haramis. Zara, they made adverts regarding Gaza, and they mocked at them, at our Mujahideen, at our martyrs, our babies and children. Well, now the joke is on them. They withdrew their adverts. People in America, other parts of the world, are going to the Zara stores and throwing their clothing in front of them and say, we will never buy from them. Oh, you Muslim, oh, you people of justice and conscience, you should be the one to fix this McDonald's up and KFC and Starbucks and whoever else, all these Haramis. We say it's haram, that you must not eat all this 
McDonald's, Andrews, KFC, even if it's Muslim-owned. Remember our fatwa is there for the past five, ten years. So you must remember that we must hit the Americans and the Jutlas where it hurts them the most. You see, 15 December tomorrow in Morocco, they're packing up Starbucks and there's McDonald's and whoever, and they're leaving there. So well done to the people of Morocco and you Arab countries, alaykum and tuqati'u. This one, one minute here. Mm-hmm. Ah, I got him. One cockroach came here. <laughs> and I just gave him one shot. I took out his janaza for him. Uh, he's sitting here dead quietly. So the Hamas, we fixed the jutla up. We saw a small jutla here. I gave one shot and he died. Okay, let's carry on now. So Zahra, you must remember, we're going to teach you a lesson. No Muslim must ever shop there. You must remember that. And yeah, you must remember all these places of the Jutlas and Americans. We must hit them hard. And that is, you must remember, hit their pockets. So what we told you, Al-Muqata'a. Sheikh Yusuf Kardawi, Rahimahullah, taught us that. We must teach our people and the masses to boycott them. Remember this. Now in the West Bank, West Bank is not Hamas. So 271 million, uh, two, sorry, 271, 271 Palestinians were killed and murdered by the Israelis, settlers and others and so forth, including 69 miners murdered and killed in the West Bank. So where is your justice? You are murderers and you are occupiers and you are super terrorist Israel. More than 83 journalists killed in the land of Palestine and that is by the Israeli Defense Force and their army and so forth. There is a cricketer, his name is Usman Khwaja. He is the first Muslim to represent, you must remember, Australia. I don't know this character, but anyway, that is the news. So he has on his shoes, on his techies and boots and whatever they wear. All lives are equal. So can you believe that? Because of that, they say, no, you're not allowed to wear this type of boots and shoes and all that while playing cricket and so forth. This is the white man's hegemony. They want everything they wear. So what is wrong when you say all lives are equal? But you see, they don't consider the lives equal. In America today, despite all their propaganda, democracy, and of human rights, are the lives equal of the American white and my brothers there in Guantanamo Bay? Are the lives of the white woman and my sister, Dr. Afia, equal? Are the Palestinians and the Jutras, the Haramis, the Zionists equal? So it hits their underbelly, and therefore they told him, no, you can't wear this kind of boots. Anyway, he says he's going to appeal it, but that is the white hegemony. Most of them are racist in different parts of the world. Hamas support is growing in the West Bank and in Palestine and in the world. 80%, 90% of the world now supports Palestine and by extension Hamas as well. Israel war will continue with or without the international support. You see, that is their arrogance. They don't want to listen to anybody. B.B. Benjamin Ney, he is, remember, the war criminal butcher of Gaza. He warns the Palestinian Authority of Mahmoud Abbas and them, you talk too much, we will attack the West Bank also. 
So remember the local news revolved in the ANC branches. ANC is in big trouble, you must remember that. Now they're calling in the big weeks to, to switch or to, you know, extinguish all the flames there at grassroots level and so forth. Load shedding, even if you bring in nuclear, it will take 10 years to sort out this mess. All this you can read in the citizen. I was reading it yesterday in the plane and here. So Table Mountain, there are more than 80 attacks this year. So you foreigners and people going to Table Mountain and you want to go for hiking, be very, very careful. Remember that. Okay, then I must tell you the story, right? So yesterday we were there on South African Airways. We all were on time. The plane was full. They gave me excellent seats. And, you know, I'm told and I need extra leg room. They did everything for me. I was very happy. So now we're waiting. So now we ask them, but why the plane is delayed? They say, no, the plane is delayed because we're looking for the pilots. The pilots are lost. Can you believe a story <laughs> like that? So I asked all the one guy is looking at me. He said, what's wrong? I said, I think the pilots went to the wrong airport. The plane is here, the passengers are here, but the pilots are lost. So that is South Africa. Beautiful country run by trapeze artists. A big circus we're running here, so you must remember this. Those of you who got Nikah announcements, please send in your Nikah announcement today. There tomorrow, Arafat, 084-786-3132. We know tomorrow is holiday, so there are many, many Nikah announcements. And inshallah, our Nikah also will take place tomorrow after Asr, my sister's granddaughter, inshallah, in Peter Marisburg. And yesterday we had a wonderful program in La Messi. And remember, Ansar took it live, but there were some problems because they at La Messi Masjid is a good crowd, you know, surprise. And the Masjid is small. People came from Vellum, from Tonga, from Stenger and surrounding areas. Some of my students I met, the Imam De Sheikh Abbas, he studied in Darlum, Newcastle also, so excellent, mashallah. And I met some old friends of mine. There's one youngster there, Hafiz Yahya, Boraji, and his father is Abu Yahya. And mashallah, I met Abu Uwais, and these are the people who came with us for Umrah or Hajj and so forth. Regarding the moon issue, you know, in life, I believe, right? We must be honest, honest to ourselves, honest to the world, and so forth. All this, we must remember, we just keep quiet and hope for the best. I, I don't believe in that. So yesterday I was waiting, you must remember, what's the story regarding the moon? And then I received a message that six people, you must remember, saw the moon day in Khobleswap. Khobleswap is there, you must remember, in where you call it, Uppington. So Masood Parker and them, his mother is my family. So he contacted me, I phoned him, spoke to him, I said, how many of you guys saw the moon? He said six. So I sent the message to some ulama and I told them, this is the story, you tell your ulama and whatever, see. So anyway, the senior ulama of South Africa decided today is the 30th, so we agree with them, they are seniors and so forth. But I'm telling you all this, if you ask me, my personal opinion, I think, this is what I think, in Ghana Swababan from Allah, if it's correct, it's from Allah, when Ghana Khatan from Minni, Wamina Shaitan, and if it's wrong, that is from me and Satan and Lucifer, that we should have accepted them. There were six people who saw the moon, and there might be sightings, other part also. You see, sometimes we bring in our personal problems, you must remember, in the Sharia issues. So, and now, you see, the foreigners here in South Africa, you take the Arabs, you take the Somalis, you take the, they don't follow our ulama. They're fed up. 
you must remember, for this reason here, yeah, they will say, but there was a sighting, you must remember that, because the news like goes viral, you must remember that, so why you don't accept? So these are issues we have to set, remove all our, you understand, personal problems, let's just discuss. What are you going to do with the moon issue for Ramadan? It's three months left and so forth. There's a sighting. But now we say, no, we don't accept Masood Parker. He got this problem. So I got no problem with Masood. You understand? And so forth and so on. We must look at it. Is it acceptable, not acceptable, and so forth? Fine. Our senior ulama said, not acceptable. We accepted it. Our calendar also is gone out. But we have to think of the future. And what are we going to adopt in the future? That is what I'm saying, and so forth. So may Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, guide us all, and inshallah, Allah Ta'ala make it easy for us. Then today our program, inshallah, we will have Al-Fiqh, that is, we'll discuss Palestine, Gaza in detail, Mona Zahid Khan, inshallah, Al-Aziz. Between, you must remember, 11 and 12, between 8.30 and 9, Brother Abubakar Rawat and Mona Zahid Khan. And then, inshallah, Aziz, 1 to 2 will be the tafsir of the Noble Qur'an. And tonight, inshallah, Aziz, we will be there in Mountain Rise in Peter Marisburg. It will be live on Radio Al-Ansar International. And it will be alive, it will be live and alive, inshallah, there on Sirius FM and on Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah with Jama'ah. So between Maghrib and Isha, so take it around the time, 7 o'clock tonight till 8.30 will be, and then Moana Arafat's program will continue tonight, inshallah al-Aziz. Moana, I finish Fajr Salat, I'm here in one nice jungle here, jungle oats, you know, <laughs> so you can finish up whenever you want to. Ham tayyar here, nakhto musta'id, we're ready for you. I mean, nakhto musta'in, subhanallah. Also, there's a listener saying that... Mufti Sab, my dad worked for a company seven days a week. He passed away last week and none of his colleagues or boss came to his janaza, his mayat. I am so upset, Mufti Sab. In this world, we are just numbers that will soon expire. Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. First thing is, Allah Jalla Wala grant your father Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la. Second one is this, that you as children, grandchildren, of the deceased, you should be reading the Quranic Dua abundantly, Surah 14, Chapter 14, Surah Ibrahim, and verse 41, Rabbana Fili, O beloved Allah, forgive me, Wali Walidiya, and my beloved parents, Walil Mu'minina, and the believers, Yawm Al-Hisab, the day the reckoning has taken will take place. So remember, we should always make this dua and supplication for the entire Ummah. One line, it is one verse, chapter 14, verse 41. Pay all the debts, pay, pay all the distinct burial, funeral expenses. If he's not paid, pay all the debts of the deceased. And whatever he bequeathed for none is the maximum one-third. So do, 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 all that must be expedited. And then the shares of the heirs, you must sort all that out. Justice delayed is justice denied. Regarding people not coming, because he's not a who's who person, you see. Today the world judge you by how much wealth you got. When I was in Port Shepston, you understand, Sujain, the South Coast, there was a person, Haji Musa Manjara. Allah Jalla Wala grant him Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la. He loved Quran. He used to read Surah Yasin by heart five times, ten times a day. He passed away on a Friday. So one day, 
So I came there. I came with the Mercedes. You understand? He told me, you, pack your car away. He used to speak like that. I told him, why Haji Musa? He said, no. Your must go with my car. I said, but where's your car? He said, there's it there. He had a black Cadillac, you see. So I say, now I'm going from there to Harding and Cockstart, and I don't know if, yeah, these were the places I went. I don't know if I went to Matatil with that. So anyway, I know I went to Harding and I went to Cockstart and all that with his black Mercedes. So now when we're driving, everybody is greeting us. So I told my wife, nobody is greeting us. They're greeting the black Mercedes, you see, the black Cadillac. They think the mayor is moving around here, you see. I just needed to put a flag. <laughs> so that is this world today. So remember, people will bend to the people who have wealth, materialism, and assets and property. You don't have wealth and assets, bye-bye, goodbye, lay-bye. You mustn't worry about all these things here. Yeah. So you must make your peace with all mighty Allah. Our allegiance is with all mighty Allah, Azza wa Jalla, with Mustafa, Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and with Islam. We mustn't bother about people. Remember, people come and go. What to Isuman Tashah, what to Zilluman Tashah. Allah gives honor to whomsoever He wishes. Allah does graces whomsoever He wishes. I've got a brother by the name of Dean, Ustad, D E A N. He's a new listener. He says that, uh, AK, I am a youngster. I'm in the late 20s. I do play a lot of lotto. He wants to know, Ustad, I want to send my winnings to Gaza. My Muslim friends, they are saying, no, I should give it out in charity to our locals. I don't understand his logic. Dean, Ustad. Dean, the way I understand, you're not a Muslim, right? So that, so now you are a non-Muslim, so you play lotto, you do this. For you, everything is permissible. For us as Muslims, you must remember, it's absolutely haram and so forth and so on. Your Muslim friends, you ask them one question. You must ask them one question. They're running a shop, hardware shop, clothing shop, grocery shop. You go and buy things there from the money you want on the lotto. Tata ma chance, tata ma million, and so forth. They will take it. They'll take it with both hands. You must remember that. Very good, my brother. You send it there to Gaza. Show the jutlas. Hey, jutla, I hate you and your war criminals and your activities. I'm going to send the million I want in the lotto to Gaza and so forth. Contact me, you must remember that. I'll send you an address where you must send it to. My number is Mr. Dean. In Islam, Dean means justice, and our Dean is Islam. And the day of justice is called Malik Yomidin, the day of justice. So we invite you to justice, we invite you to Islam, and then you must leave all this lotto and wine, dine and swine and girlfriend business right. But remember, for you, the lot is permissible, so we will discourage you, but we will say for you, you your conscience tells you it's permissible. So what you must remember, you take that money and you contact me, 071-888-1184. That's my WhatsApp number, 071-888-1184. I will send you the Majlisul Ulama, there who they are collecting for Palestine, and they got various accounts, any account you just put it, just like interest money and so forth, and they will send it, inshallah, to Palestine. You mustn't listen to the Muslims who don't understand Islam. You must remember that. For them, 
for Muslims is haram totally. Mm. But for you, you're not Muslim, is no problem for you. <laughs> for you, everything is okay, my brother. Ustad, I've got a, a brother, brother Adnan. He's from Australia. Uh, he says, Muftisab, I don't know how true is it, but I received this message where it says the next 72 hours are critical for Palestine, especially Gaza. Israel has mobilized 100,000 soldiers with an additional 200,000 reserves to completely destroy Gaza and Hamas. Brother Adnan wants to know, is it true, start or not? My brother Adnan, do you know the meaning of Adnan? Jannah to Adnan, eternal paradise. Garden of Eden. Adnan, the alif known in the ending, comes from Mubalagha, for hyperbole, for intensive form. Hamesha, Hamesha, Inshallah, you will always be successful, my brother. Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa said, Ana min wuldi Adnan. Ana min waladi Adnan. Nevertheless, you must remember, my brother, what they doing for the past 67 days, 68 days, the Jutlas, the Haramis, we are bringing our army. We're bringing more ammunition. America is giving us more. Britain is giving us more via Cyprus. And this country is giving us the Haramis. Instead of attacking, they pooping in their pants. And they are no more the Israeli Defense Force. They are the Israeli Diarrhea Force. They are the, they are the Israeli Diaper Force. They're wearing two, two, three, three underpants and under the diapers. And now they're going to start wearing women underwear and so forth. So you must remember, they're harami, super terrorists, the biggest cowards. Yahya Sinwar say, come, we're waiting for you. Come here down, we show you. So yesterday alone, according to their media, there are Muslims, our Hamas dispatched 10 Jutta straight to hell. We believe the figure is 30, 40 or more. So every time the Israelis underplay it, you must remember, because they know there will be a civil war and a revolution there in Israel. So don't worry about these things there. Inna nasa kajama'u lakum fakshawhum. Chapter 3, verse 173. Sahaba, the companions, time, my brother Adnan in Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney. Wherever you are, listen to Quran. Chapter 3, verse 173. The people were mobilizing, organizing themselves. Kajama'u lakum. And they were telling Sahaba, the companions, students of the Master, listen, fakshawhum, fear them. And what happened? Internally, the iman and faith increased and enhanced. And they said, Allah is sufficient for us. Allah is the best dispenser of all our matters and affairs. So Hamas said, Come, come you Jutlas, Haramis, Zionists, terrorists, war criminals, we're waiting for you. And we got the trump card, we got your hostages here. They're filling water now in the tunnels. They brought the best arms and ammunition. Our guys only got small, small weapons compared to them. And they say, Bismillah, and they shoot the thing. They go themselves by the thing, and they read, Wajalna min baini aidihim sadda, wa min khalfihim sadda. 
And they blow the whole thing up and they send the Israelis and the Juttas, Harami straight to hell. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. You mustn't get frightened of them. These Juttas, Haramis, yesterday we climbing on the plane, the pilots were there. So I bet what pilot outside, I said, you also a pilot. So he laughed. I said, you know why we late and so forth. They were looking for the pilots. They went to the wrong airport. <laughs> so we had a good laugh and so forth. So he said, no, I must pay pilot. So anyway, you must remember, while we climbing the stairs to enter the plane, one Jutla Harami was in front of us. It was windy. So he's holding his yelmuka. You know, the small little topi, the small mm. little hat they wear. So I was asking, hey, Jutla, what you thinking of? Hamas will blow your head away or your head away? <laughs> so you must remember, they can't do anything. Remember <laughs> that. Yahya Sinwar is there with the half of Allah. Underground, Muhammad Braif is there. And they're running the Qassam Brigades. And you want to spare Haniya is in Qatar. And the Muslim Ummah is crying for them. I speak of true Muslims. I don't speak of sellouts and traitors like the governments and so forth in the Arab world who are normalizing ties with Israel. We don't worry about them. We speak the truth. And that is what Quran and Sunnah teaches us. Ustad, there's a, there's a Jewish sister uh, that sent a message. She says, yeah, would you respect uh, AK? We found Muhammad Gaddafi. We found Saddam Hussein. We found Bin Laden. So we will find this Yahya Sinwar, the Jewish sister Ustad. So my sister, so we found, you must remember who. We found Ketzef, your president, and we put him in jail. And we found all mad, so he started eating omelette day in the jail. And now you must remember, so he went to jail. And the next one, Jewish sister, is your BB, Netanyahu, the war criminal. Are you blind or what? You murder babies, more than 10,000 babies you murder, and you are proud about it, hang your head in shame. So you are the biggest terrorist and racist on earth, you must remember that. Therefore, we say one settler, one bullet. And what you doing in South Africa? Mm. You must pick up and go back there. Hamas will put a bullet through you and give you a nice rooster and booster. So you must, or you must you take some of your underwear and give it to them. So you must remember that. You never found Gaddafi and Saddam Hussein and all mm. these things there. Gaddafi and Saddam Hussein were working with you all initially. But they decided why should we be American slaves and so forth. So it is our oil. So we will sell it in the open market. Why must we be bound by the dollar? That was a foolish mistake by the Saudi government. And they, they became the slaves of the Americans. They said we will send it for any currency. And besides the dollar, and therefore America, Israel, and then put them away. So you must remember this type of things here. And today, what are you doing? You can't do absolutely nothing. You must remember that we are embracing death. We wait for martyrdom. And you caught a million of your people ran away already from Israel. Mm. That Israel politically finished, militarily finished, economically finished, you Jewish sister. So you must remember five, ten years time, there'll be no Israel. It will be we finished, vanished off the surface of the earth. And before that, inshallah, Allahumma alayka bil yahudi zalimin al muhtalin al ghasibin wa man walahum, or all Allah decimate and destroy the apartheid, Zionist, terrorist entity, and all those who support them in the Arab countries and other, other countries. Amin, amin, summa amin. I see the Jewish sister says, I don't like you and I don't like your family, AK. Who's that?
Yeah, you don't like me, but you wake up four o'clock to hear the show. What you say, you're jutli harami. I've got. I love it when you say you don't like me. I love it. <laughs> Allah Akbar. Sister Diana says, "Good morning to you, Mr. Ak. Is it true that Jesus cursed the Jews while on the cross? Is that why they all have poor mental health?" Sister Diana, who's that? Almighty Allah cursed them in so many places. They are the ones who made Almighty Allah what they said. I give you a few verses where Almighty Allah cursed them. Three come to mind now while I'm sitting here. So you must remember they said, the Jutlas, the Jews said, وَقَالَ تِلْيَهُودُ يَدُ اللَّهِ The Jews said, Allah is telling us to spend. Allah is going stingy. Allah forbid, Allah forbid. So Allah says, Hullat Aidihim Walu Bima Kalu Almighty Allah made the Jews stingy and fastened their hands and they are cursed with what they said, you must remember. Therefore in Afrikaans, Afrikaans is a beautiful language, Hollander Afrikaans, that because it is associated with, with apartheid, so people think the language is bad, that's wrong. So they say in Afrikaans, Yes Netsu Sainach, Netsu is a Jut. You are so stingy, just like a Jew. What an apt sentence in the light of this verse here. Mm. Allah cursed them and made them stingy people, majority of them. Chapter 2, verses 87, verse 88, vis-a-vis with the prophets and messengers. So, Some prophets and messengers you rejected, and others you martyred and you murdered. They murdered Zacharias, they murdered John the Baptist, Nabi Zachariah, Nabi Yahya, they tried to assassinate Jesus, peace be upon him, but they say they killed him, but we rejected, obviously, as Muslim. And they tried to assassinate Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the other prophets, they rejected as well, and so forth. So when they were told, why you do this? They said, Kulubuna hulf, our hearts have a cover, and uh, you understand, a veil. So Allah says, no veil, no cover. Allah Jalla has cursed them because of their blasphemy. See again the curse. Saturday, the Sabbath, they were told, don't fish. And then they went there, they made pathways from the ocean to their houses. They say, Allah, we didn't fish. The fish decided to come to us. Allah says, mm-hmm. We curse the people of the Sabbath, you must remember, who violated our law and so forth and so on. The only nation and people who all, Allah says in chapter 5, verse number 660, Allah made them physically, literally, into swines and monkeys. Chapter 62, verse 5, Almighty Allah made them into donkeys and the carrying encyclopedia. You see the Jewish sister now? I hate you, AK. I hate you, your family. What my family did to her? Nothing. Mm. But that's their mentality. Donkey mentality. You will remember. Therefore, I call them donkeys. So you must
must remember that, that they are blind. You must remember spiritually. And they don't acknowledge the truth, so they're just like donkeys. You put big, big encyclopedias on them. So every prophet and messenger curse them because they are a murderous nation and they don't want to accept the truth. Nabi Musa, they said, I'm time. Majority didn't accept the message of Moses and Aaron. So therefore, it's not only Jesus who cursed them, Allah cursed them, the prophets cursed them, mm. and we cursed them. I've got a, uh, I've got a brother, Ghaffar Hassan. He says that, Mufti Sab, I heard that uh, the Jutlas are pumping water from the sea into the tunnels. Do they know how many tunnels in under the ground, Ustad? They know nothing. You must remember, it's such an operation. They got no head or tail. They're looking for Yahya Sinwar. Sometimes they go back on Yunus, they're shooting there. Sometimes they come this side, they shoot here. Sometimes they go Hazza City, they're shooting there. And, oh, and murdering the babies and women and men, innocent civilians and so forth. But the people of Gaza, our children say we are here. I tell you a story. If you are following me on Twitter, X, you're following me on Telegram, you are following me on my groups and so forth, then there was a person, and you Jutlas and Jutlis, you Haramis, you super terrorists, all of you listen. In 1956, the Israeli Defense Force came, they rounded up the Palestinians, and they put them against the wall, and then execution style, they murdered them, cold-blooded murder. 1956. I've got it there. You can see everything is written there. There was a young boy, and he was five years old. His name, Abdul Aziz Rantisi. He saw all this with his own eyes, and he said, Now I am going to fix you up. I'll cry to Allah, and Allah will give me the strength. 1987 comes, and he, Sheikh Ahmed Yassin, the founder of Hamas, and he, Abdul Aziz, a medical doctor, they formed Hamas in 1987. And then Ariel Sharon martyrs and murders Sheikh Ahmed Yassin, and he becomes the second leader. And lo and behold, Allah grant them the highest, highest stages in this day and this age. They are the greatest martyrs. Our Palestinians, our children, our Mujahideen, remember in this day and this age what they did for Islam, these Arab puppets, shaitans, haramis, sellouts, and uh, people who left Islam. So we don't bother about them. Gaza uh, brought Islam, Hamas brought Jihad. And it turned the whole landscape of the world, remember. So thank them, Sheikh Ahmed Yassin, Dr. Abdul Aziz Rantisi, and now the third leader, both were martyred, murdered by the Israelis, remember that. He remembered from five years old. Your policy of occupation brings about the resistance. And therefore, when I see my brother, I myself, in 89, what you did to me at Ben Gurion Airport, I said that day, you chutla, I'm going to tell you now, you five times I went there, you don't allow me, I know that. But I'm telling you now, our jihad is on. We've got many ways of Amen. jihad. Amen. We will mobilize millions of people against you. We just make few announcements. No KFC, no uh, uh, McDonald's, and no Starbucks, and so how many thousands of people will pass the message on and so forth? And you know you are reeling already. You must remember this. So we don't speak about the shaitans and all that who are with you. We speak about true Muslims and people of justice and conscience. You must remember that. So because of your remember policy, 
You make the people react like that, you must remember this, but we are Muslims. We still say, no, we must restrain ourselves. That the hatred of a people and nation must not let you forget justice. Even with your enemy, you must do justice. That is Quran, and that is what we practice on. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah. Five minutes to five o'clock, as Ustad said, that we are live and alive on this beautiful Thursday morning. I've got a brother here. Uh, his name is... Molana, you see, you mustn't tell me I went over time there. You must cut it off whenever you want to. Uh, uh, you want uh, to go into extra time and penalties is your business. <laughs> we'll go We'll go till about 5 o'clock. Ustad. We've got about 3-4 questions here. So I don't know if we're going to reach 5 o'clock. It's already almost 5 o'clock. Ustad. I've got brother Zaydan. Zaydan or Zaydan. He says, at the end of the question, I'm a Christian. So if Muslim countries are safe for Muslims, then why don't Muslims from non-Muslim countries go to Muslim countries, AK? My name is Zaydan. I'm a Christian Ustad. So Zaydan, you're a person who don't understand anything in life. When Putin invaded Ukraine last year, February 24, you Christians and you, the world, you all said he's a war criminal, he's an invader, and he can't travel and so forth. The ICC banned him. And then you must remember the Russian teams were told they can't play the football, FIFA, and all those things. Yeah. So when 75 years ago, these squatters, these invaders, these settlers came as paupers and beggars when they were kicked out from Europe, and remember, nothing to do with the Palestinians, the generosity of the Palestinians, they gave them house, they gave them shelter, gave them food. You have a small puppy and then you become a bulldog and now you want to eat us up? No, it's not going to happen. So remember, go and study. Go and ask any Jutla there in the whole of Israel. How many generations of yours were there? They come from Poland, they come from Russia, they come from here and there and Europe and so forth. Go ask any Palestinian in Gaza. He'll give you seven, ten, nine generations. So who are the people to whom it belongs to? So remember your people, your Christians and so forth. And the Jutas are the real invaders. You must remember 1099 to 1187, the Crusaders came. And then they were given a terrible defeat by Salahuddin Ayyubi Saladin. And for your information, you Zayden, the Christian, your holiest church, your holy Safalka, the keys of it is in the hands of Muslim, not in your hands, because you don't trust one another. Mm. You know your Catholics and your Protestants and your Lutherans and Anglicans, Lascopskit and Donner, you're fighting like cats and dogs. Who can do more for pedophilia? So your holiest church, the holy Safalka, Kanisa Tulkiyama, behind Aksar Mubarak, and if you think I'm talking for my thumb, go to CNN and read the documentary. You need to wake up, brother. Mm-hmm. So remember, we are the guarantors of peace and security, not Christians and Jews. So you saw what Biden and them say. Biden say he's a Zionist and they will support Israel. They're all war criminals, remember this. And today they're getting exposed internationally and globally. Wake up, they're invaders and crooks of the highest order. I've got a youngster, he's 14 years old. His name is Shahid Ustad. He says that, Mufti Sab, is it true that we should make a wish when seeing a shooting star? Shahid, Ustad. All these are, you know, when our forefathers, Shahid, when your forefathers came from there, Mirzapur, Saharanpur, Palanpur, Kolvatpur, Dabelpur, all the poor, 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 therefore you eat so much puri. 
all these names you got, Patel and Desai, you think it's Muslim names, all Hindu names, all that, got nothing to do with Islam. So they came with a Lal Kitab, with a red book, all fairy tales inside there. So there they wrote there, the job, when the Stitara Girraha, when the star is falling, make a wish. In Islam is all fairy tales and fabrications. You 14 years old, you must become Hafiz, my brother. We make dua for you. Live all these fairy tales and temple poor stories. Let's go to, to Brother Kenneth to start. I see the questions are just still not stopping. What is the problem with Islam in Sweden, Mr. AK? Apparently, we heard there's problems there. Kenneth, who start? My brother Kenneth, you see, the problem with y'all is this. You see, I don't know much about fishing. I got two fish in my life. One, I caught one fish in Heidelberg, my hometown, and one second fish I caught was my wife. You know. Then, so anyway, you must remember this. So, but I know this much. When you go fishing, then you put a bait. And then, yeah, I put a brown bread that time and must be semi-blind fish and he ate it up and then I pulled it out. You understood? So anyway, you must remember this. So you're, anything you'll see, you'll just accept it, hook, line, and sinker. You must be a critical thinker. You must serve things out. Let me give you some statistics of Sweden. I've been there. Sweden, Denmark, Norway, all that we've been with Allah's help. The Scandinavian countries, there are 10 million people there. One million are Muslim. And now, what is the problem there? They say they are the most liberal country and so forth. But now when you start burning our Qur'an, when you start burning all these things, so what must we do, I'm asking you? And then you use your constitution to say, no, freedom of speech and so forth. But when we call your leaders and so forth Hitler, or we call you terrorists, and you are now promoting the terrorists against Turkey and so forth, so you must remember now you say the Muslims have caused the problem. It's just what the Jews do the whole time. The Jews, they say about Holocaust, there's no Holocaust. The Holocaust is go to hell. You can quote me anywhere. There's no six million business. There's no anti-Semite business. It's all the Jewish business that they want their hegemony and they want we must become their slaves. We say we slaves of Allah. We will put one, one jutla, one, one settler away. That is what we say. One settler, one bullet. So we must be clear on all these issues here. So that is, I went there, I delivered a Jumma lecture there, and in my lecture, I said, in my Friday lecture, you as Muslims become true ambassadors of Islam, and you must uphold the Swedish law as far as possible, as long as it is not encroaching upon Islam and our teachings and so forth. That trustee of the masjid, I forget his name, he was so happy, he came and he shook my hand after that. He said that one statement you made, I was very happy. So we are not, uh, we don't have wine, we don't have swine, we don't have gay business, we don't have lesbian, we don't have boyfriend, we don't have girlfriend, we don't have transgender. All this is from your people's side, the Western world, the decadent girl, the world, and you're worse than donkeys and animals and swines, remember that? Quran says, They're worse than animals. What animals don't do, the human beings do. And you want to come tell us that you all are the saviors of society and the world? It can never happen. I've got a, a, a new listener from Balito. His name is uh, Eden, uh, Brother Eden. He says that, but you know, AK, that the Prime Minister of Scotland, Hamza Yusuf, announced that he wants to open the country to refugees from Gaza. Would he receive support for this initiative? Brother Eden, Ustad. My brother Eden from Balito, you said, Molana? Ji, Ustad. From Balito, you're my neighbor, yeah. 
And then we had Adnan, Adnan from Australia. So Eden and Adnan, same thing. Adnan is Arabic and Eden, Garden of Eden, Jannah to Adnan. You see how the words work. Mm. They stole everything from us. You got the words now, Balito? So you say Eden. Eden is Adnan, is Adnan, the original Arabic. And you derived it from there and you stole it from there. That's one story. I ask you one question, Eden. Do you really tell me that Hamza Faruqi and whatever his name is there, you must remember he's a Muslim? The problem with y'all, any person who's got like an Arabic name or some name, they'll say he's Muslim. A guy by the name of Karim Khan, he's a Pakka Tadiani, 100% non-Muslim, murtad. He comes to Israel as the chief prosecutor of the ICC. He speaks more about Hamas committed this crime, this crime. He doesn't speak about the Israeli war crimes, which they themselves have admitted to. The president of Israel, Herzog, says all of Gaza are responsible. So I'm asking you, who's the war criminal? Mm. You must remember that Bibi Netanyahu says, yes, if we are war criminals, then they also. So you're admitting you are war criminals already and so forth. And the whole world is seeing the genocide unfolding and so forth there. So this character here in Scotland, first minister, and well, he's not a Muslim. Mm. He's not Muslim. Go read his lectures and so forth. He say he promotes gay rights and this rights and this rights. Any person who promotes gay rights and all that, we got Adam and Eve. We don't have Adam and Steve business and Madam and Eve business and all those things there. So don't get fooled, you must remember this. These are politicians, my brother. Eden, you're a youngster, you're still wet behind your ears. <laughs> you see when there's ANC politicians and others come, I just use ANC as an example because we live in South Africa. Friday, they will come tomorrow, holiday, say, hey, we want to speak to the Muslims. You know that the Muslims, what sacrifice they made. The ANC charter was thrown up in the house of a Muslim and you contributed so much. Saturday, they will go to the Chukla and they will tell you, you know, the Jewish community, they contributed so much. Sunday, they will catch the Christians and so forth. Monday, they will catch maybe the Hindus or the atheists or somebody else and all that. And we get fooled by that. So their religion is expediency. So he wants the Muslim vote. So how to catch the Muslim vote? Say, no, we will bring in the people from Gaza. We don't want nobody to leave from Gaza. They are the best people, Mustafa Rasulullah said. They are the Murabitin, and they know exactly what they are doing. That of the Lunas, the best of people, guarding Masjid al-Aqsa, and they are the people who are around Masjid al-Aqsa. If you know anything, which you don't know, right? I'm sure of this, you don't know. From Gaza to go to, to Tel Aviv and so forth, you must remember, is what? It's 75 kilos. So to go to Jerusalem is even nearer, and so forth, and so on. So you must remember, all of them are considered as Murabitin, and we want not only that they must stay there, we want the 6 million to 7 million of our brothers, sisters, children, Palestinians who are living in the diaspora. Each one must come. And you, Jutla, Zionists, you pack up and you footsack from there. If you don't understand footsack, then you get out from there. Allahu that Akbar. is our demand. And we will show you that will happen, inshallah, Aziz. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah. Ustaz, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just pose you two more questions because I think the listeners, they think it's the Q&A. <laughs> so all the questions are coming in now, Ustad. Ustad, uh, uh, the same brother that posed a question, he says that uh, Brother Eden from Balito, he says that uh, 
He's only a student and he's still studying Ustad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. You must wake up every day and listen to us in the morning. <laughs> five past four to quarter to five, ten to five. Today we just give you a special bonus, <laughs> you see. So you must wake up four o'clock and you must be wide awake. And then we'll teach you a lot of things of life, my brother Eden. I will take you to Jannah, to Adenin. You must become Muslim. Ameen. Then you become the ambassador of Islam. And Ameen. then we fight for Hamas, inshallah. Inshallah, Amin. With that say, uh, second uh, final question, it says here, this is Jonathan. What do Palestinians want? Obviously, they are not going to get Israel. So why waste time fighting instead of building their future? Jonathan, Ustad. So this is their future, to send the Jutka army straight to hell, and you must go there and give them more diapers because your pub, your army is pooping in his pants. They're wearing two, three, four underpants and diapers and so forth. So that is the future, to send your army straight to hell and to get rid of your Jutlas. What are you doing in South Africa? So you, Jonathan, this is our future. We're going to take over the whole of Israel. You are invaders, you are squatters, you are super terrorists, and you are super war criminals. So the whole world is saying it. Are you blind or what, Jonathan? Again, you're thinking from downstairs and not upstairs. <laughs> Let's go to our final question. Ustad. This is from the United States of America. It says here, what is it that everyone hates black Americans, people in the United States? This is Ray Ustad. Ray, very bad statement you made, my brother. How can you generalize like that? See, anything you're going to ask me, I'm not interested in your American politicians, 90% a bunch of crooks and war criminals. Yet your Clinton, he was busy with Monica there. You know what he was doing there. And your Bush was murdering half a million children and so forth. Your Obama, he said he will close Obama. Guantanamo Bay is still open. And Trump was busy banning the Muslim countries and so forth. Biden, the murderer and war criminal, is helping Israel to the core and so forth. So we are not interested in them. You must go to chapter 49 of the Noble Quran, verse 13. I read for you. Chapter 49, the apartment surah, Hujurat, verse 13. We created you from one male and one female. So Adam and Eve, and we made you into different nations, and different, different tribes, so you recognize one another. Allah Jalla making someone fair in complexion, someone dark, someone in between. It is a manifestation of the power of Almighty Allah. Your different languages, your different complexions, diversity in unity, unity in diversity. The rain comes and you look at your garden, you look at your farm, the kaleidoscope of colors. And what does that tell you? Red and pink and blue and green and yellow and so forth. You just marvel at it, especially now in South Africa, where I'm staying. It's one of the most beautiful places in South Africa. You must remember that with Allah's help, Allah's mercy. And it is, you know, you will say paradise on earth. And there's no such thing as paradise on earth, but that is the expression. You must remember this. So the point I'm making is this. Look at the power of Almighty Allah. Now we go one step further. There is a person, African, Bilal. Bilal bin Rabah al-Habashi, African. The first caller to prayer, you non-Muslims, you'll know, Allah, Akbar, Allah, Akbar, four o'clock mm. in the morning. 
So he's the first one African. He's the minister of finance. When the conquest of Makkah took place on the 21st of Ramadan, and it was in the 8th year of the Hijrah, after migration, he, Habibuna, Mustafa, Rasulullah, told him, Ya Bilal, that you climb on top of the Kaaba Musharrafah and you render the Azan. Allah elevated him to stand on top of the Kaaba. No person has that honor but Bilal al-Habashi radiallahu anh. Prophet sallallahu's own uncle, father's brother, al-Am, Chacha, Kaka, paternal uncle, Pasa Brul. I gave you in five, six languages there. So dispatch to the hellfire, you must remember that. Almighty Allah teaches us in chapter 111. He was fair in complexion, white shining, and so forth. So in Islam, we don't judge people by their skin color, complexion, and so forth. What is your belief structure? What are your actions and deeds, and so forth? This is the white hegemony. We grew up in South Africa. I was born in apartheid in an African location. So don't come and teach me about apartheid, and so forth, and so on. So you must remember your use Obama, you'll use Colin Powell, you use all these people and so forth and so on and now you come and tell me that American politicians, they hate the Africans, of course they hate, but you can't say all, so you must, they use them and they consider them to be second class citizens, same thing you go to New Zealand, the Maoris you go mm. to Australia, the Aborigines what you think in South Africa the Nets and the Nationalists were doing from 48 to 94, so when they realize what is happening now to Israel, the sanctions, the boycott, everything is fighting. So then they said, no, we will share power and so forth and so So Israel's time is up and remember that we as Muslims are the only saviors of society. We will never judge you. My student yesterday, Sheikh Abbas, day where I read Salat and mm. prayer. So after prayer, I went there and I hugged him and everything. African person, my Indians, I didn't hug. Maybe one, two of them who I knew. Because I told them I'm very, very tired. But him, I hugged him and everything. That is our Islam, my brother. Hug. Don't come and teach us about apartheid and about you white. You'll want the white hegemony <laughs> and the white rule. And we as Muslims, we're going to stop this. And we're going to send one, one sector straight to hell. Uh-huh. One sector, one bullet will settle the issue. Bolana, enough now. Ustad, okay, because Praveen is, Praveen is begging me, say, please fi- ask the final question. Please, so I'm gonna, this is going to be the final oh, question. Oh, Praveen Gordon. <laughs> uh, Brother Praveen says, uh, do you know what is written in Hindu scriptures about the last prophet Muhammad? Please be upon him. Praveen, Ustad. Praveen, I got the whole book, my brother. What is written about the Prophet Muhammad in the Bible? What is written in the Torah? What is written in Sanskrit? What is written in Hindu scriptures and all that? Prophet Muhammad in ancient scriptures. Go Google it and you will find it. Every book has spoken about Prophet Muhammad. Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was, he is, he will always be the final and the last messenger. Chapter number 21, verse number 107, And we have not sent you, Ya Rasulullah, 
Oh, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi but as a mercy to the entire universe, how Allah has put love for the Master, alayhi salatu salam, in the hearts of the black and the Indian and the white and the Chinese and the whole world remember that. So our invitation to you, Brother Praveen, I know you're not Praveen Gordon, that's why we got, I see here, the electricity is burning. But anyway, and you know, Praveen, the story, DC, direct current, AC, alternate current, ANC, and no current. So Praveen, our invitation to you, my brother, is you studied your Sanskrit, you studied your books, your scriptures, we invite you to the best religion Ameen. and the only religion of truth, and that is the religion of Islam. We have the best, we want to share it with the rest. So tonight, inshallah, I will be in Marisburg, Mountain Rise, it's live on all three stations, Sirius FM, there in Transvaal, Transvaal Springs and East Rand and Gauteng and whatever else you want to call it. And yeah, Natal, and internationally over internet, by Radio Ansar International, and inshallah, Aziz, that you must contact Mohan Abdul Aziz there in Marisburg, inshallah, he'll give you all the details. And Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Jamaah, 7 to 8.30 tonight, inshallah, inshallah, Aziz. So that's the law here Mohan my ears are painting now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this type of thing it's Ishraq time now I think yeah, yeah it's Ishraq time I'm doing Ishraq now alright <laughs> Assalamu alaikum Janet Mota Dawood Mota Assalamu alaikum